Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Travel Tips. And today we are coming to you with a very, very special and important episode about our nation's capital, aka Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. And we are very excited to bring this one to you today because there are so many great sites, great things to do, and uh, it's just an amazing city. So we're looking forward to bringing you all sorts of great gems and tidbits today about D.C., and we hope this will inspire you to go to our capital and be proud and inspired to be an American or be happy to be visiting the United States of America. You know, we started off today with our usual song. We probably should have started off with the national anthem, but that's all right, because we are here to spread the American pride and dream with my buddy Jared. What's going on, Jared? Hello. That does seem like the right way to do it, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Good thing, though, we did slice out some time in our schedule to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. So everyone, please take off your hats, face your nearest American flag, and put your uh, left hand over your heart. Or right. Right hand. Is it? Right hand. Put your right hand over your heart. And here we go. Okay, I thought you were going to do it, too. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do you know, know if I could do it. It's oh, been I can so definitely long. do it. I, I pledge, pledge allegiance to the, to the flag. flag. Of the, of the United, United States, States of, America, of America and to, and the, to Republic the Republic for which, for which it, it stands. Right, see, now we're, we're not, we can't like sync up at the same time. Oh, that's, that's really true. throwing me off. That's true. <laughs> All right, I'll say, I'll say a line, you say a line. One nation. Okay. Under God. God. Indivisible. <laughs> with liberty. And justice. For all. There except we go. for the blacks. Where's that ham horn, Jared? That wasn't too bad. I'm surprised I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all for all of our non-American listeners out there who are probably a little creeped out right now, um, <laughs> at least I don't know about you, Jared, but when I was in school, in elementary school, we had to yeah uh, always recite that to start our day. Mm-hmm. I wish, yeah, yeah. I wish uh, I wish I knew that it was dumb back then. I just. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, okay. well, let's get I do into love DC. Washington DC though. We definitely. And one of the reasons why we decided to do this episode today, other than the fact that it's an amazing city, mm-hmm. uh, I was there last week and was enamored once again just by the beauty of the city and uh Were got you really to walk around enamored? A bit. That seems pretty hyperbolic. I, I was. I love the monuments. I think they're awesome. I also walked around the National Mall, which I have never done before. What? And, uh, How many? You said you've been there like three or four times. Yeah, but I never went to the National Mall. I was more near Capitol Hill. I've been to the Pentagon. Um, where else? <laughs> so, do you have something to tell me, Chad? What do you th- <laughs> that's that's uh, classified <laughs> information, there, Jared. I just mostly spend my time at the Capitol building in the Pentagon. Well, what's wrong right. with that? <laughs> Right. But Jared, you know, if our listeners do want to know our classified secrets, where can they find them? Oh, yeah. Spread a little love is the code uh, on Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast. Uh, Twitter, Untranslatable One, the number one. You can email us, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what travel tips where we should go next in our travel series where what should we talk about if you have any recommendations within the city you're recommending to us we'll hear them sure why not and obviously uh you know those five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher because if you didn't know it you were currently listening to the greatest podcast on the earth um i like dc too i i've never really you know I guess I've never really called it uh, immaculate like you did, but I do like it a lot. 
And um, my sister used to live in Washington, D.C. when I lived in Philadelphia. So it was nearly a hop, skip, and a jump on down. And um, it was great, too, because having someone that lives there means that uh, you don't have to fully just do the sort of uh, mall smith. Uh, the, not the mall as in, like, the, the mall where you go mall. buy stuff. The national mall. Or in, like, the Smithsonian's and say, like, wow, cool, you know? Right. Although those are also great things to see. I mean, I do. I have seen them a, a bunch of times. I was going to say right. hundred. That's not true. Right. But, <laughs> but after, after you've been there a bunch of times, there's definitely some other must-see attractions. That's for sure. So let's mm-hmm. get into some of those must-see attractions today, Jared. So um, I'm just going to give some of the quick and easy ones. Let's, let's just get these out of the way. <laughs> Obviously, you have the Washington Monument. You have, let's see here, the Lincoln Memorial is great. They have the Emancipation Emancipation Proclamation, or no, sorry, no. They have the Gettysburg Address written you know, on I don't one think, side of the wall. I don't think I've ever seen the Lincoln Memorial. Oh, really? Okay. Maybe I've seen it from afar, but I've never walked up to it. I don't think. Okay. Not nice. that I can remember. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, Jared, next time you're in DC, you'll have to check it out. It's awesome. Yeah. Thanks also, for the, the slaves. There's what I believe there's the World War II Memorial. There's the Vietnam Memorial. Um, yeah. There's a lot of lot of that stuff there. Obviously, the National Mall is really cool to see as well. The Botanical Gardens. I mean, there are tons of great mm-hmm. attractions. Um, and the nice thing about D.C. as well is, although the city can be a little pricey, depending on where you are, most of the attractions, actually, I think all of the attractions I just mentioned, are free because they're outside. So, you can walk around and see them. Do museums count as attractions, don't they? Absolutely. You seem to just skip right over museums. I was hoping to give them their own category, oh, Jared. Oh, okay, so, okay. I'm so sorry. So tell, tell us about the museums. Well, I mean, just off the bat, there's the entire series of Smithsonian museums. And I don't know if this is true, but there might be a misconception that there's just a Smithsonian museum. There's a, I don't know how many of them there are. Maybe I should have looked that up. That would have been. How many Smithsonian like, museums are there? I eight? think there's 15 or, oh, really? or something like that. Somewhere I'll, around I'll there. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. And okay. I haven't been to all of them. But I do have a couple that I have been to. Oh, sweet. Which ones have you visited? Um, let me actually pull up Smithsonian. Let's talk about which museums we would be interested in going to. Okay. All right. There's 17 of them, by the way. Oh, there we go. 15 wasn't too far off. All right. No. But so, it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we don't accept that here. This is why I'm a language person, not a math person, Jared. Um, All right. Here we go. Um. Oh, damn it! What? I'm sorry. I thought I had it and I didn't. Oh no! I guess I do have it, but I can't. This is a very confusing. Okay, here we go. The National Museum of Natural History. Would love to see that one. Now that's where you're going to get your uh, animals, your prehistoric animals, your, your T-Rexes, animals, your current day animals, your saber toothed tigers. Um. There's the National Air and Space Museum. I've that heard one kind of speaks for great. itself. I've been that to that one a couple times. Oh, sweet. Um, so that's that, worth visiting more than once, then, is what you're saying. Yes, but I, I believe on one some untranslatable podcast episode, I told you about a time that I went with my cousin, and he was there for so long that I left. That's right. They yep. were at that museum, and that was like the maybe third time I'd been there, and I'm like, all right, I get this. I don't, I don't need to be here for three <laughs> and a half hours. That's fair. Uh, the National Zoo. I don't really like zoos, to be honest with you. It's depressing. Um I don't freak out about animals like most people do. I don't hate animals. Da, da, Chad thinks I hate his dog. 
I just I just don't get freak out about them like uh, most people do. I have self control. National Museum of American History. I've been here. This is pretty cool. You can see a lot of like um, cool sort of artifacts and recreations of uh, artifacts from. Um, uh, Native American history and uh, you know early American history before it was America. Um. Oh, excuse me, that was the wrong one. Oh no, that was the right one. Um, National Museum of African Amer- African American History and Culture. This one I want to go to, but apparently it's hard to get into this thing. You gotta like, like there's you gotta go on a certain day to go without making a uh, appointment. And if really? you do want to go there, okay. you kind of have to like plan ahead. There's a couple other ones like that too, but I know that's definitely one of them because I wanted to go there one time and I could. Also, is it also free? No. Okay. Because now a, lo- don't a lot of the Smithsonian museums no. are free, but not all of them are. <laughs> um, maybe if the demand is that, I, I think it depends. I think it depends. I don't think it's. See now, now, now I'm co- I'm, I'm concerned that I'm lying. Oh my gosh! Why would you do this to me, Chad? <laughs> while while you're looking, another one that is definitely worth seeing is the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum, and I have been told uh, that this is one of the best. Is that Holocaust also a Smithsonian museums. series one? Mm-hmm. What what's considered what makes the Holocaust Museum the best? I don't know. I've just heard they have some really amazing art, uh, artifacts and also the way all of the information is exhibited and displayed. Um, and because what's interesting, too, is, you know, there's a lot of videos and personal stories in the permanent uh, exhibition. And then, you know, they have other exhibitions as well, some for children and stuff like this. And once again, this is uh, the admission to the uh, United States Holocaust Memorial Museum is free. Okay. Well, let's move on. If you want to go to the, uh, it, just look it up. If you want to go and pay, the, none of these places, by the way, if they are, if there is a cost, none of them are actually expensive, actually. Right. Uh, American Art Museum and Renwick Gallery. Now you've been there. No, I haven't. Okay, I just assumed you have because uh, you go. Your dad goes to all the art museums. Right, but he was not with me in D.C. I think had he have been, then maybe. Oh, right. You're bringing along mm-hmm. next time. That's right. That's right. Another great one, too, is the Smith, I can't talk today, the Smithsonian Castle. And actually, I have a few pictures of this. Our hotel was more or less almost right across the street from the Smithsonian Castle. And it is a gorgeous building to look at. There are really awesome gardens there. All I was going to say was (laughs) the museum, before I mentioned the museum about Native American history, there's actually the National Museum of uh, American uh, Indian, National Museum of the American Indian. That's what I was thinking of. I just noticed that. And I noticed I made a mistake and I wanted to correct it, but I didn't want to cut you off. You're good. There's, there's no recovering clearly. You're good. (laughs) Then we also have the U.S. Bureau of Engraving and Printing, which is also pretty cool. So you can witness how currencies made. Doesn't sound... Is that oh okay? That's cool. I was, was going to say I think that's pretty cool. It sounds kind of boring though, doesn't it? I mean, I think I think you know, I would say it, it'd be cool to see once, just to see how they make the coins and how they make the bills and everything. <laughs> how I think the are, coins the, the coins are pretty self-explanatory though, aren't they? I mean, somewhat. But Jared, how are we going to start our untranslatable bucks if we don't know how the <laughs> currencies are made? Come on, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. We have to visit all the major mints around the world. Exactly. That'll be our untranslatable travel series. We visit every major mint. That would be. And pretty then we cool. start our own. Uh, we start our own untranslatable uh, travel agency uh, using untranslatable bucks, and we, they're called untranslatable because you can't translate them to any other currency. That's right. Only um, works here. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> all right. Do you have any any, any more? museums for me um well also this this i don't know if you would consider this a museum but this is also like on my list of um some of the can't free uh sorry can't miss free museums um near the national mall which is the united states botanic garden which is pretty cool yeah i don't understand what well i would say i don't understand what's to do there but i hung out there and i read a book but i was by myself because um, okay I don't know why, but well, I, was. I feel like if you're into botany, if you're into into plants and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, there's some cool stuff. There's also a butterfly garden in there as well. Also, if you're taking a date to DC, I feel like botanical gardens might be a cool place Listen, to walk around. If with you're, your date. never mind. That's this is gonna get too much. I would say we're taking a date to DC. What kind of date is this? You never know. Maybe you live in Maryland or. Virginia Drake just flying ladies out. That's right. <laughs> what can well, I say, you, Jared? you do better than DC. He, did what? you see that plane he got? I did not. No, it's huge. I believe it. I believe it. But yeah, moral of the story is <laughs> uh, Drake or not, there are a lot of great museums in DC, and they are definitely worth a visit. That is for you know, sure. You know a museum that I feel like might be actually interesting, and I I know that's a weird way to word it. The National Postal Museum. I feel and like I'd be that? interested in that. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of there's there's a lot I don't think I understand about uh, how we're even able to ship things this quickly, um, That's and true. just and just how they don't mess it up more often. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, and just the system of it and how the system progressed and the different modes of transportation they use for it. Um, and um, maybe they'll talk about uh, going postal. Which uh, involves, you know, shooting up of, that was coined from, in the 80s and 90s, there was a string of post offices that had shot up. And I actually lived close to one of them, obviously not during this time, way after. And Royal Oak was one, where one of them, one of those postal incidents happened. Yep. So I just think it would be an interesting museum for those reasons. Absolutely. And you they still, probably you won't st- talk about the going postal part, you stole, but you it would stole be interesting. My, you stole my pun right out of my mouth, Jared. I was just about to ask you. If you visited the museum, if you'd go postal. So, <laughs> gray mind, single like, or as they say in German, well, zwei dumme, ein Gedanke, two, two idiots, one thought. The way you're asking it just sounds aggressive. That just, what, am I going to shoot up the place? Is that what you're asking me? No, I'm, Chad, I meant more, I'm not you going just, to. I meant more, are you going to go crazy? Wow. But hey, you never know. I don't know how angry you get via the postal service. I'm not sure. It sounds like you haven't had too many things lost, so maybe you wouldn't. But Jared, no, now but, I want to talk. No, it doesn't matter. I was just Now I want to talk about <laughs> though, twenty maybe not twenty, but a few unusual things you can do in Washington D.C. as well. Because okay. you know we've 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 given our listeners out there quite a few popular and awesome things to see, but maybe they've been to D.C. before and they've you know been there, done that. So one thing, Jared, that a lot of people, if you're a big fan of Lincoln, you can check out <coughs> Lincoln's Summer Cottage, which is in northern D.C. Uh, which is pretty cool, and they have a lot of tours there as well. You can go inside? I believe so, yeah. Uh-huh. Hmm. And there's a statue of Lincoln in his top hat uh, with his hand on the saddle of a horse awaiting you at his summer cottage. Uh, Was that so- there when he lived there? 
That would be pretty pretentious. Most definitely. It? Most definitely, no. <laughs> he doesn't strike me as one of those guys that does that. Now, another, another museum you could also visit and see some quirky things, like brains and hairballs. Quirky. Is at the National Museum of Health and Medicine. Ooh, I'm a little Which squeamish. I'm cool. not going to lie. Oh, me too. Me too. So, for example... But I think it would be interesting, right? nonetheless. Oh, absolutely. For example, Jared, just a few things you could see here. A stomach-shaped hairball uh, or... What? A stump, it says right here, stomach-shaped <laughs> hairball, a giant hairball, or the mega colon. And I'm going to let you use your imagination on that because I couldn't tell you what it is other than probably a giant colon. So, there you go. Another cool place to visit is actually... Uh, a grassy patch beside Reagan National Airport, uh, which is Gravelly Point Park. And there they occasionally will have live music and different stuff like this. And you can also watch the planes fly by as well. So okay. um, now I will I will suggest to our listeners, though, if you decide to go to Gravelly Point Park, it's best to either, if you have your car, drive there or take an Uber, a Lyft or a taxi, or you can bike along the Mount Vernon Trail as well. And I know you do like biking, Jared. So that would be a cool option for you as well. Next up, Jared, is you can head into the crypt at the Washington National Cathedral. Okay. Would you do something like that? I mean, I have done something like that in uh, Austria before. Right. It that, that doesn't really creep me out. Listen, we're all going to die. Get over it, okay? That's true. That is true. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, that does, stuff doesn't really bother me. Sometimes it does feel a little eerie, but it doesn't bother me or anything. But I would probably check. I would probably check that out. No, now here's one for all of our 420 friendly listeners out there. And when I heard about this, Jared, I could not stop laughing. The DEA or Drug Enforcement Administration, they actually have a small museum in the lobby where they exhibit psychedelics and undercover agent paraphernalia including a pair of 1970s green snakeskin platforms, which were used in Detroit to bust people, apparently. And also, they have quite the whopping display of um, smoking paraphernalia. So there you hmm. go. That's kind of so, interesting. So if you're into that kind of thing, Quirky. yeah. Now, ironically, um, it is in the DEA. Uh, it's in the yeah. uh, like a museum in their lobby. Although so. it is recreationally legal there, just also. But I wouldn't recommend smoking oh, your weed in the lobby. <laughs> at least do it outside <laughs> probably a bad idea <laughs> probably a bad idea um i actually have 10 things not to do in washington DC. oh great let's hear them uh don't spend all your time on the mall i think that's obvious yep um there's also there's the potomac which is a river you can even go kayaking there if you want and how cool mm-hmm. is that and there's obviously the museums but there's also a lot of cool neighborhoods Yep. Um, that you can visit. My sister lived in Adams Morgan. I know that's a cool one. Georgetown is, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't say it's cool, but that's another one. It's a college um, town, right? It is a college town, yeah. Um, DuPont Circle, Circle, maybe? yeah. Yeah, yeah, DuPont Circle. Yeah. Okay, okay. Wow, that was off the top of my head. Uh, don't dine at tourist traps. Now, I understand that, but I don't really know how you can tell what a tourist trap is because it's not like there's like... Um, you know, like authentic Washington, D.C. food. and I mean, there is like a mambo sauce. <laughs> anyway, don't drive or take taxis. So that does contradict one of your recommendations. And I agree with this. Not because, well, th- D.C. does notoriously have terrible traffic. And so uh, parking is expensive. 
and I've Very driven to expensive. DC, and I haven't had to pay for parking because my sister didn't live in the city. But it, it takes some looking. Definitely takes some looking. I definitely had to do some laps around the neighborhood. Um, and also, uh, it, yeah, it's just expensive, and it's hard to park, and traffic's bad. Um, and that's the same reason why you don't have to. You shouldn't take taxis or Lyfts or Ubers, but. D.C. does have a very good public transportation system. Absolutely, They have a very extensive subway system where you can get just about anywhere that you'd actually want to go, I would say. And um, also, it's a very walkable city, I would say, too. Um, uh, Like, for example, one time, now this is a long walk, but it's definitely doable. I mean, I did it. My sister lived in Adams Morgan, and I walked from, um, she worked, she used to work close to the, uh, close to the White House. And um, I walked from there to her place in like an hour and a half, and obviously that's a long walk. Sure, but like the show, like it was, you know, I would then I was like in the neighborhood. It was, it's very walkable. Absolutely, and uh, it's without nice. having to do hour and a half walks, that's obviously an ex- like an extreme example. Right, but it's also nice to walk around. You know, DC is definitely a walkable city. Uh, a lot of great things you can see when you're walking around. So I would agree with that. Well, but hold on. You were just there, and it is currently August. What was the weather like there? Oh, it was hot. Hot, hot, hot. D.C. is not only hot, but it's also a very humid place, too. Mm-hmm. And um, there's there's actually been a lot of talk on the interwebs about, um, about uh, D.C. being a prime city for shoulder season, which we now know how to use properly, mm-hmm. uh, which is the time in between peak season and low season of tourist travel and uh mostly yeah, one because uh, there's less people and usually for the most part museums and stuff are open like year round so it's not mm-hmm. like there's a time where you can't go other than like holidays and stuff but anyway right um and you got to go in like uh september to november or like uh oh i have it written down march to may that's a good shoulder season because the weather's okay. actually nice and the humidity hasn't fully blasted in yet honestly winter is not bad there it doesn't really snow but it does rain so um you could have a trip like chad and i had when we were in berlin and prague which was to be fair a pretty great trip um so yeah I would say that it is very walkable. Some other things not to do while you're there. It says don't be afraid to cross the rivers. Don't be afraid to go to Arlington, Virginia, they say. Uh, There's the Arlington National Cemetery. There's the Iwo Jima Memorial. Uh, There's the bird's eye view of Washington and Northern Virginia from the new observation deck. Colonial Alexandria awaits just downstream with riverside dining. Tons of -of one-of-a-kind shops and historic houses to check out. Um, and it was also a hotbed of revolutionary action um, from like Washington, Jefferson, and Hamilton and Adams, if you're into that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton. I listened to that for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, Hamilton, you know, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Um, so, yeah, you could also, if you want to, you know, ex- go to other places, it's easy to get to these places in Northern Virginia. Uh, also, don't skip the mall at night. Apparently, it's very nice. I've never seen the mall at night. It's very nicely illuminated. Mm-hmm. Don't try... I 100% agree with this one. Don't try to visit every museum on one trip. First of all, it's nope. not going to happen. Yep. Second of all, is that how you want to live your life? Is that how you live your life? That's just information overload. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so... You know, obviously, I, I said there are 17, and there's there's 17 Smithsonian museums. There's obviously way more museums than that. So, um, you know, find a, find a couple 
that interest you. You know, they're very specific. Uh, find a couple topics that pique your interest. Go there. Don't try to jam it. Don't try to like walk your way down through each Smithsonian from one to another. Because one, there's lines. And two, um, don't live like that. You're better than that. Uh, these people say don't visit in summer. Just straight up don't visit in summer. I agree with that. I don't really like humidity. I hated Philadelphia summers and it was because it had they have similar weather, but I think D.C. actually might be worse. Um, and so it's and it's also tourist season, so there it's even better. Mm-hmm. It's like you're there during peak tourist season, and the weather's awful as and it's well. Hot, oh yeah, yeah. You should have seen all the people at the monuments and stuff when we were walking around. It was pandemonium. Did you uh, see any kids with MAGA hats? I didn't. Actually, okay. I didn't. I did. I see often a lot see of... kids with MAGA hats when I'm there. Okay, I did see a like lot of twelve year olds, thirteen right. year olds. Right. Uh, 15, I, 16, probably too, let's be honest. I, I did see a lot of Trump uh, you know, apparel and stuff all over different stores and stuff. Uh, but that oh, doesn't yeah, surprise okay. me. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me. Speaking um, of Trump, don't wing it when it comes to visiting the White House. If you want to visit the White House, prepare your eggs and rotten milk and old tomatoes weeks in advance. No. Uh, we respect uh, <laughs> the president no matter who's in office. If you want to visit the White House... Don't think you need to show up and they'll let you in. You need to plan ahead at least 21 days in advance. You must contact your congressperson to schedule a tour, and you can request one uh, up to six months out. And if you fail to secure a, t- a tour, the next best thing to do is to stop by the White House Visitor Center, which has extremely well curated, dis- curated displays and videos about everything you ever wanted to know about the White House. So it's interesting. What if you're coming from out of country? How, wh- wh- what congressperson do you contact? That's a good question. I'm not sure what they do. I'm sure they have some... Now, Trump actually allowed it so only Americans can tour the White House. I wouldn't be surprised. That wouldn't surprise me either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, though, too, you can tour the Pentagon. And I've been inside the Pentagon before, and it's really cool. Um, uh, it's awesome. It's fun. I've ever been there. Yeah, it's it, huge. It's, 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 it's the biggest... It's crazy. It's. I think it's the biggest, um, like, singular building in the world. I have. I have no idea. I think it might be because I know cr- the Chrysler Building is a uh, is up there. But anyway, anyway, uh, don't forget to check out all the freebies as you mentioned. But this will actually mm-hmm. list a couple of them. DC uh, has a bunch of free stuff that you can visit, which is great too because DC can be kind of pricey. Oh, definitely. Uh, you can visit the Library of Congress and mm-hmm. Smithsonian American Art Museum. Routinely showcases world famous musicians, while free summer concert series are offered at Yards Park in the National Gallery of Art Sculp- uh, Art Sculpture Garden. Among others, the Kennedy Center's M- Millennium Stage, excuse me, has free shows every evening at six. Even the Nas- the National Zoo, part of the Smithsonian family, is free. Mm-hmm. Check out Washington.org for uh, like an upcoming free event. So like if you go there, before you go there, just check that out. I, I do that sometimes. Like I as you know nerdy as I don't does it sound nerdy? I don't know. I, I often visit uh, I often visit like the uh, the city's website before I go there. I think that's smart. That's just good prep, Jared. I don't think that's nerdy one bit. Okay. I'm a travel nerd. What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> That's why we do this, Jared. <clears throat> Another cool place to visit, too, and you have to plan a little bit, is the Washington National Cathedral. It is gorgeous. Also, hmm. just so you know, Jared, it is the sixth largest cathedral in the world, uh, and it was built 
Well, so it, it, they started it in 1907, but it wasn't actually completed until 1990. It's a Gothic-style cathedral. However, I believe it's only free to visit on Sundays. So mark your calendars, people, if you're there on Sundays, you mm-hmm. can visit the National Cathedral. It is gorgeous. Uh, I think I've seen it from uh, like a car before, but I've never been there. Okay. But it does look great from the outside, too. Right. Another another great memorial to visit, I think, Jared, is the Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Junior Memorial, which is located beside the Tidal Basin, as well. Which is yeah, there's What's just Tidal Basin. The Tidal Basin is that big area of water. Um, oh shoot, I forget which building oh, it's by. Oh, that super still water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the tidal uh, basin. that that Steve Carell walks into and gets smart. I'll take your word for it. I haven't seen that movie, but I'll All take right, your word Chad. for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, right here, Jared, the Tidal Basin is a two-mile-long pond that was once attached to the Potomac River and serves as the backdrop f- to some of D.C.'s best-loved sites. Every spring, the Tidal Basin bursts with color as the cherry blossom trees, which were gifted to D.C. from Tokyo, bloom into beautiful colors of pink, white, and red. So, there you go. Thank you. All right. So now, Jerry, the question is, where should you stay in D.C. and how long should you stay? Um, as far as places to stay, I would. I like Adams Morgan. I like DuPont Circle. These places are mm-hmm. both very manageable with public transportation to get to center to the not center city. That's to get to the middle. But you mm-hmm. could also stay in. Um, uh, what what's where did you stay? Where did you say you stayed when you were there? I was right by the National Mall. I think also by Dupont Circle. Okay, well there you go. How'd you mm-hmm. like it? I I really enjoyed it. It was within walking distance to a lot of great sites, uh, some really good restaurants, uh, and I would also suggest if you're more into, if you're going out to to DC and you want to experience a little nightlife and have some fun, Georgetown is a great option. Mm-hmm. Um, there the the bars there seem to be a little bit more affordable because they tend to be geared more towards college students. Um, another place, though, Jared, I forgot to mention, um, so I'll drop it right here, is also go visit the Wharf. The Wharf is super cool. It's like this. I don't know if it's on the Potomac or it's on it's on water. Um, and <laughs> and I know, right? Great great description. <laughs> but they have a ton of really great new restaurants and bars and stuff. And every night, it when I was there, it was just buzzing with people. It was great. And it's not too far from DuPont Circle, easily within what, walking distance. Did this, so as far as when you were doing your orientation, as far as dinner and stuff, mm-hmm. did they have any uh, assistance with that? Nope. Or was that on? That was all on you. That was all on us. Mm-hmm. Did you, you? Did you end up going out with people? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know me. I'd be like, oh, I'm just gonna gonna go back to my room, order room yeah. service. I wouldn't order room service. I'm not a sucker. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, the wharf is really cool. So okay. yeah, DuPont Circle, Georgetown. Well, what kind of food did you get? That's what I meant to ask you. What, oh, that's what so, I meant to ask you. So one night we got Mexican, and it was great. There's kind of a higher-end Spanish-slash-Mexican place called Mi Vida at the wharf, which was pretty good. Also had my first ever Shake Shack, which was awesome. Mm, Super okay. tasty. Classic DC cuisine. Right, right. Uh, one night we had... I mean, I forget what the place was called, but but I mean, they had basically like Thai, Japanese, and Chinese food, you know. So it was like Asian. Uh, that that was actually really reminds good. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another thing. 
Wrong podcast, bird. That's another <laughs> thing I like about uh, DC is it is also a very international city, and not Absolutely. just because it's such a tourist city, such a big tourist city, because it obviously is, but just because the nature of it being such a political and sort of policy based uh, city. It is uh, political and policy. That's the same thing. Um, just because it's such a uh, political city, it does attract. There's a lot of obviously. There's a lot of um, what do you call them? Uh, Diplomats, a- embassies. Emb- there's a lot of embassies. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of different uh, political based jobs there. So it ends mm-hmm. up being a very international city, which is you cool. See a lot of people in suits in DC. That's for mm-hmm. sure. That's a true. lot of people in suits. That's true. Absolutely. Well, Jared, you know, we've covered a lot of awesome things in D.C., but what would you suggest? How long should people stay if they're going to visit D.C.? Well, that's the good thing about D.C. is it's there's so much to do. Um, and it's and it's and it's uh, like. Um, but it's also very specific things to do. I don't know, in mm-hmm. a weird way. You know what I mean? Absolutely. That, like I would say anywhere from. Four days to like a week and a half, depending okay. on where you're coming from. Sure. A week and a half seems long. I'd say four days to a week. Okay. I, I think if you are... Now, if you're only going to see the sites and not really check out the museums or anything, I think you could probably do it in two to three days. Now, if you want to get the best of and do the sites and the museums, which I think we both, I think it's safe to say we would both recommend. I mean, the you got to go at least to a couple of them. Right. Maybe then, one or two. Then I would agree four or five days... Uh, would be a, a good period of time to be and in DC. What I what, what I like to do, and I think DC would be a good place to do this, kind of like what we did in Berlin, is like find uh, like there are a lot of neighborhoods, not even just the ones we mentioned. There's also Capitol Hill, and uh, there's uh, some other ones. I can't, I don't know them, but there's like a bunch of neighborhoods, and you know, a, a lot of these neighborhoods have their own sort of personality. Absolutely, you do research into what. You know what sort of the different personality and vibes are of a different neighborhood. Find one that you think suits you, and mm-hmm. spend like a day exploring it. And you know, find some. You can even do this like when you get there the night before. Find some like attractions, uh, like some not even attractions, but some like spots to hit, so you're not just at least wandering aimlessly. Right. But then within those spots to hit, you can still wander aimlessly. That's the, that's what I like to do. Absolutely. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, Jared. There is a lot of great neighborhoods and places to see in dc without a doubt um absolutely and jared just so you know the the body of water on the wharf is the washington channel is what right, that is right off of the potomac yep yep that's the washington channel and mm-hmm. then across the street from the wharf is the uh, east potomac park and the east potomac driving range as well so so the wharf is cool check it out uh, i mean there are so many great places in dc check them out let us know where you like to go in D.C., Pleasure. what your favorite sites or museums might be at untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs on Twitter, Untranslatable1, for all sorts of songs of the pod and other podcast-related shenanigans. And check out our Spread Instagram for pictures of some of these awesome places in D.C. and elsewhere, Untranslatable Podcast. And let us know what you think of our travel tips and what we can do to make them better for you uh, by giving us a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. It would be greatly appreciated. You betcha. And uh, we can make this even better for you. So we're looking forward to bringing you another travel tips episode in the near future. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, 
bon voyage, te cuyame, muchas gracias, and shisha.